0: Welcome to Crushing Kayfabe. My name is Jason Garish. Thank you for tuning in. Oh boy, what a week. Um, Where do I even start? Boy, Um, I guess uh, rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Um, Wow. Um, You know, they still, they just, I guess they just did the autopsy on, on his body and, uh, Hasn't been conclusive as to what the, uh, the cause of death. I know they t- determined it was uh, drowning, but we don't know if that was caused by like a, a cardiac arrest, seizure, what the heck might happen. I know that he's unfortunately had issues in the past about um, with uh, addiction, I should say. So um, I hope that that wasn't, one of the causes, um, you know, there's no telling what abuse his body has taken over the years. So it, it could be a number of of things. Um, unfortunate that this would have happened, you know. Um, obviously, a part of important part of uh, the American culture and the zeitgeist, you know, during the '90s, whatnot, with friends. Um, just uh, you know, like I said, uh, you know changed popular culture had been on kind of a resurgence lately with uh recent popularity of friends uh resurging and uh whatnot really becoming uh was it the 90s wow was it when the heck was friends i want to say was it the early 2000s maybe wow i don't even know geez um it's sad that i don't everything's starting to kind of blend in all together um but that's real real unfortunate that that happened um I've been seeing all sorts of tributes and uh kind of drives me uh drives you nuts after a little while uh, so many uh, so many uh actors and musicians artists have uh passed it seems uh couldn't get out of the year without one more and I'm sure there'll be more unfortunately which is is really sad yeah it was ninety four to two thousand four that the show ran which is uh pretty incredible in and of itself but um gave us some great moments and uh like i said uh i think kind of an underrated undervalued um comedic actor um he offered lot of that show uh, and uh very charismatic individual great comedic timing um really couldn't make it in the movies at much unfortunately really didn't have any other success that uh that even came close to friends but you know it wasn't like um i mean not like jeffrey Anderson or whatnot um but you know the recent reunion um he was he was noticeably uh not at a hundred percent and i know a lot of people thought they had some kind of relapse unfortunately I think his publicist came out and said that he was having uh, some dental work done. Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, obviously there were some health issues there that were probably undisclosed. um, But you know, saying prayers out and uh, and well wishes to the family. Really, really sad uh, occurrence, unfortunately. Um, So rest in rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Um, a lot of things going on, like I said, a lot of things in the news, um, where do I even start? Um, any, uh, Dream Theater fans out there? You know, um, Mike Portnoy coming back to Dream Theater, um, you know, obviously isn't wrestling related, but so what? Um, this podcast was never intended to be solely wrestling, it was kind of always intended to be whatever, um myself and then co host uh Matt wanted to talk about. But uh but yeah, I'm a huge uh Dream Theater fan, huge uh Mike Portnoy fan, my my probably my favorite drummer along with Neil Peart. Um you know, Petrucci's my favorite guitarist, Dream Theater is my favorite band, so it was huge to me. I didn't know if I'd ever see this day. Um kind of on a bittersweet note. Really, really sad because I, I really was getting to the point where I was accepting and and genuinely uh liking mike mangini which uh is uh was a tremendous amazing drummer in and of himself he he um had uh been with uh Steve vai been with um extreme at one point countless other artists just incredible drummer in and of himself and really was a, a great drummer for the group Um, which was uh, probably the perfect pick after Portnoy um, had left the band. And, you know, uh, so like I said, and from all accounts, everything I've seen, just a tremendous great guy. So uh, best wishes to Mike Mangini. I hope he, you know, he kind of released a statement showing what a kind of class act he was. And, uh, you know, the way he worded things, it almost made him sound like he never... Never really felt like he fit into the band. I, which is a hard thing when you're filling shoes with someone like Portnoy. That's not an easy task. I mean, like I said, probably one of the greatest uh, rock-slash-metal uh, drummers alive. And, uh, my, uh, like I said, my favorite. And I, I'd grown to like Mangini a tremendous al- amount, you know. But, um, but you know, like I said, a class act, Mangini was till the end really... Um, Really just uh, continued to uh, be so. I Tremendous, uh, tremendous talent there, and tremendous talent coming back in Portnoy. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if their musical style changes at all, if their writing style changes changes at all. I mean, it's kind of weird that it comes on the heels of Dream Theater winning a Grammy, too, which, uh, man, uh, like I said, Manji contributed to that, obviously, and uh, here we go with... Um, with them uh giving him the boot, you know, so uh kind of excited and saddened all at the same time because I hate to see him go. I'm looking forward to see what Man G does. I know he's got a, a solo project in the works. So I'd like to see him hook up with a tremendous band, you know. I mean this will uh, be interesting to see what uh, else happens with um with his uh other endeavors with his other groups. I know they've pretty much said that well, i shouldn't say they've said but but th- does this spell uh the end of the winery dogs or is he going to try to balance you know 20 other groups like he has been doing you know Um uh, meaning portnoy um don't know don't know but uh, i'm like i said i'm excited for the future i'm excited to see what's happening um i did uh get the opportunity to meet mike portnoy um once i didn't unfortunately get to meet him (laughs) um kind of a funny story um i i generally generally don't uh fanboy out for a lot of people you know like when it comes to certain individuals i kind of get a little uh a little nervous but for the most part i've met a ton of wrestlers i've met musicians i met some uh you know, television personalities, whatnot. I, I tend to be pretty even keeled. You know, I've met, like I said, I've met a lot of people. I've met Dee Snyder. I met, you know, the list goes on and on of, of influential artists. There's only two times where I've been really rattled by uh, individuals uh, who are musicians. And uh, one was, um, and I managed to keep my cool with. Uh, for most accounts. Um, I mean, oddly enough, one was, um, I don't know if everybody's familiar with Tony Levin. Uh, he's the, uh, bassist for, uh, King Crimson for Peter Gabriel. He's appeared on a ton of really influential albums, incredible, incredible musician. Um, one of my influences when I was a bassist years ago, um, just incredible artist. Um, i i was performing at a place called uh infinity hall in norfolk um connecticut and i was uh doing my open mic uh thing doing a session there and um and i was performing and i noticed uh this individual looked oddly familiar passed directly in front of me like literally like maybe two feet in front of me um I don't remember if I realized at the time, but Levin was there with his brother doing a jazz duo that they used to tour with, and uh apparently his uh his brother's a gifted uh, uh jazz uh um guitarist, if I'm not mistaken but uh but I kind of held my breath, kind of did my thing and uh and got through the session, didn't miss a beat um it was really cool that i was able to uh then afterwards go um to the uh, after it performed their show well, i was able to go down into the uh theater and uh mr levin there was uh picking up his gear and i uh, you know no no roadies no nothing no um any nobody helping him just him and his brother kind of uh picking up their stuff he was uh I think he was like winding his cables at the time, and uh just kind of doing his pedal board and whatnot and uh just uh was able to walk down there with the security guard and walk up to him and uh and say hi and shake his hand and uh and that was a really cool moment i kind of afterwards i once I was away from the uh away from the uh the stage and whatnot in safe place, I kind of lost a little bit because like i said he, he was a very influential uh individual in my music and and in my you know bass playing so uh so that was a really cool moment in my life when i got to meet him oddly enough um you know he's uh you know in is he in hold on one second like i say he's in um you know he's in king crimson he's he's been uh peter gabriel's uh bassist for extremely long time um just, in, you know, Tony Levin is uh, an incredible musician. Um, what else did we, uh, you know, the Liquid Te- Tension Experiment, which, uh, oddly enough, contains members of Dream Theater. So it pairs them up with John Petrucci, Jordan Rudess, Mike Portnoy, and Tony Levin. So that kind of brings me about to uh, Mike Portnoy. Um, there is a space in Connecticut that... uh in I believe it's in Hampton. I, I've played there a number of times. I've done the um they have uh the outer space, the the space and the ballroom, I believe it's broken up. There's like three separate venues in this one location, but they're all at the time they're all owned by this one individual, uh, Steve Rogers, who uh owned them. Now they're they've been sold off to somebody else who I'm not familiar with. I don't know. But i I'd, at the time I'd known Steve. I'd known um number of people that used to play there all the time. And he used to host a lot of local bands. Um, and uh, I think it was a night that I went out, and uh, I think Steve and uh, Eric Michael Lichter were playing a, uh, in New Haven that night. So I'd played, I believe, the outer space, which is the bar area. Um, I have a much smaller stage there. Um, had gone out to see them play in New Haven, come back, and uh, some of my friends were in a group uh called mile marker zero and uh there's also a group called the shape which we're playing that night um you know and, and mile marker zero is uh kind of a progressive metal and and the shape is you know just metal kind of thing i don't even I don't, are they i'm not even sure i'll have to ask some of my friends there if they're still uh going strong but uh but i remember i was talking to uh Dave, the lead singer from the from uh, Mild marker Zero (MMZ), which I believe they're putting out, a, a, releasing a new album soon, or if not already, um, so check them out. But I was talking to them, and um, and they're, they're Dream th- Theater fans themselves. Um, what I didn't realize was that the they both them and uh, and the Shape are opening up for uh Mike Portnoy's Sons band. So I got to see them. Uh, apparently, um, I mean, his son is a great drummer himself. He's much obviously a younger dude. Um, but uh, he was—he was, uh, was the—they ma- were the main opening act. I uh, not main opening act, main act, I should say, headlining act. And uh, apparently, they'd um, their uh, tour bus had broken down or something. They had some issues with it, and uh, some of my friends had helped them out. Um, so I was—I was in the audience, just just hanging out with the lead singer. From uh, from mile marker zero and uh, talking and uh, like I said, uh, he knows how big of a fan I am and uh, and uh, like I said, it's very seldom that I get rattled But I, I sometimes the fanboy shows through. And uh, I'm watching uh, you know Portnoy's son, kids uh, uh, set you know really good. Like I said, he's he's a phenomenal musician himself, you know and. Unbeknownst to me, that Mike Portnoy is directly behind me at the time. Um, you know, and Dave says, looks over me, kind of like, uh, you know, be just stay calm, don't you know, be okay, and uh, you know, but but Portnoy's behind you, you know, kind of thing. And I'm just like, of course, you know, ever calm, ever cool, me loses my entire shit at that moment and fangirls out. So I'm losing my my wits i'm going crazy and of course uh portnoy sees us. and i turn around he is off like a shot he is gone like a vampire like dracula just poof you can smell the brimstone see the the smoke he's gone you know so i had an opportunity to my, meet mike portnoy and unfortunately it turned into uh my fangirl moment but uh um that's kind of my Portnoy story unfortunately i never got the opportunity i got the opportunity i didn't take it um but yeah Portnoy's back in dream theater it's a long-winded whole ordeal to to get to that point but uh i wish them the best of luck um boy, it is cold here in tennessee i don't know where it is rest of the rest of america rest of the world right now but man it's cold and we're supposed to get a freeze warning tonight which is uh it seems like it happens every time at the end of October, and then things get warm again, so it'll be ninety or eighty in another week or so but uh before we get uh into winter but uh but hey how about how about we talk a little bit about wrestling a lot of a lot of stuff a ton of stuff happened in wrestling too um you know uh on the a e w side sting announces his retirement, you know, and uh the final match is going to be at revolution um a little odd moment last, uh, last, uh, Dynamite where, uh, 20 Con gives Sting a gift. Um, I don't know if you can gift people, that was kind of odd, but, uh, his gift was Ric Flair coming out. Um, you know, Ric Flair gave an interesting little speech, gave mad flowers out to Sting, which he, he should, and, uh, this is, I mean, this is appropriate. This is the way it should be. I wasn't sure how uh, Flair's... I knew he'd be involved at some point. I wasn't sure what um, his WWE contract, if any, uh, entailed at this point. I know, obviously, he's been wrestling in the pendant stuff in his quote-unquote retirement match. So, obviously, he hadn't out there. So, I, it was good to see, you know. And um, believe it or not, I mean, it's a real bittersweet moment when Sting announced his retirement because... Uh, I love Sting, but man, he should have probably retired a while ago. Even though he's doing he's still doing some great work, but was he like 62 or something? I mean, we're never going to get the Sting Undertaker match, unfortunately, which is which is horrible. WWE should have given that to us right up front. They should have hit us with that right up front right away. That would have been epic, but I don't know if they're waiting or if they just were never going to pull the trigger. But that was the match everyone wanted to see and, uh, unfortunately never got. But, uh, very sweet moment to see Sting announce it in AEW, you know, the way he did. Um, You know, but it is what it is, you know, and everything has come to an end eventually. Um, We had Arn Anderson not resigning his contract. I know I'm going to jump around a lot, but I don't have a whole lot of time, and I waste a whole lot with the uh, intro story there. But, uh... I'm wondering, Jericho's alluding to someone bigger than Hobbs that he's going to team with. I'm wondering if uh, he's going to reunite with the big show and get that team back together. That's kind of the uh, rumblings backstage. Um, I've been I've never been a Tony Stone fan, but uh, I'm liking this new gimmick. And it's hokey and it's stupid, but it's entertaining. And she's completely committed to it, which I have never seen her go to this level before to... Uh, to uh, work over gimmick and uh, I like it. I know it's it's stupid and it's funny, but uh, I enjoy it. I don't know what the heck um, it is, but it's her her total commitment to it and it's unique in the sense I don't think there's anyone out there doing anything like this. So, so I do uh, do enjoy that. I I think Dynamite and uh, AEW this week and last couple of weeks has improved a lot as a whole. I mean I got to see Collision thankfully. I mean I got to um. My family went out and we did some trunk or treating with uh with my son and uh so I missed a gr- big portion of it but I got to see um got to see some of it and I you know thankfully I got to see that uh that uh, MJF uh, <coughs> excuse me wow you know the the MJF uh um championship match with uh wow why is my name? Main- mind blank and i am so sorry right now but but i did get to see the uh the the match which was which was great which was awesome um kenny omega why did my brain stop working on kenny omega it's because maybe because i don't personally like the guy i think maybe that's why but uh yeah kenny omega um you know obviously uh great great match there great match um and I'm glad I got to see that one. I really am. Um, tremendous match there. Um, you know, and, and uh, great pop between those two. Great, 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 great match. Um, I'm really gra- glad I got to see that. Um, but that was uh Like I said, um, I mean, aside from that, we we keep getting the rumors of CM Punk. I'm not even going to address that. You know. I already said too much regarding that. I am on WWE side. I am liking uh, Nick. All as GM. I am, and I'm interested in see where we go with the Crown Jewel. I was almost wanted to do some predictions, but man, um, we just aren't gonna have enough time, unfortunately. But they they're putting a rocket on the back of uh of um La Knight, and the only problem I have with this is uh, I don't. If they do put the belt on him, it'll be anticlimactic if uh, if Rhodes does finally get and I'm afraid if they do put the belt on L.A. Knight, um, I'm afraid it won't be for very long. Uh, and that bothers me because I think they're going to take it off him so that Cody Rhodes can have his WrestleMania moment. Um, they might do it just to get a. Big pop and a big payoff at uh, Crown Jewel. That could be it, you know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they're going to do it though. But um. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, big other big news. You know, we got the NWA going to CW. You know, and I'm happy. But I'm real happy about that. I used to love NWA. Um, watching it every week with my wife. It was an hour format, so it was really easy to get into old school storytelling, just, I loved the way they do it, and then they went to the, uh, paper view, basically, or pay format, and, uh, kind of ruined things, but, uh, when they were on YouTube, I was an avid, uh, viewer of that, as was my wife, because it was easy to get into, and she could, you know, enjoy the characters, and, uh, it was very old school in that sense, so, uh, so that was, um, that was something we look forward to every week, and I saw... So be able to see that in CW now, which I'm I'm happy about that. I'm happy for them. I'm glad they're continuing on, you know. And I'm glad to see Nick Aldis have continued success with the, this GM bit. I mean, his little remark to Dom about being a big fan was, of his father, you know, with the dramatic pregnant pause there was, was absolutely perfect. So I'm thinking that uh, and he brings a little class to, to the whole thing in a GM role. It kind of reminds me a little bit of, um, you know, uh, Wow, I I am horrible with names today. I am so sorry, you know, but, uh... But, uh, William Regal is who it reminds me of. And, like I said, I'm going into this kind of... Kind of cold, and my brain is cold, too. So, uh, obviously it's freezing up and not, um... Not working properly, but, uh... But he kind of reminds me a little bit of Regal in this position because he's got a little air of, uh... Of class to him, which is, uh, welcome in wrestling. It offers a good dynamic, good thing, uh... So, and obviously are setting up some kind of feud with him and, and, um, you know, saying up for, uh, setting up for a survivor series. So, uh, so that should be, that should be interesting. It should be fun. It should be fun. You know, so, Hey, I've got about four minutes left. So, uh, while I'm rushing through everything and forgetting half of my stuff, um, I'm gonna take a little bit of time to give a shout out to, uh, then now, um, we just actually went down there. A little while ago, but uh check them out in uh, downtown trenton Tennessee and um and uh we've got some we got booth there we've got some of uh our goods there, my wife's got her handmade stuff there, and uh check them out, give them a shout out and tell them that uh crushing k fabe sent you all right and other than that, you know uh continued prayers for uh Israel and continued prayers for um the ukraine wow, a lot of stuff going on in the world, and it's not good, you know I'd hate to i hate to think that if we were heading for uh you know a major world war i mean that would be absolutely horrible but you know if you think prices are bad now and you think things are bad now just wait you know that could be really horrible you know and uh so it looks like they're continuing even though there's some you know unrest in the middle east there's uh obviously um wwe is pushing forward with the crown jewels so uh so God bless them. Let's, uh, you know, say a little prayer for the uh, wrestlers and their safe return their safe trips. So, uh, so, you know, God bless everybody. And, uh, you know, thank you for tuning in, you know, once again, all right, we're gonna, Oh, um, before I forget, have a safe and happy, uh, Halloween, you know, it's going to be freezing down here, but, uh, hopefully the little kiddos have some fun. I know my son had had a blast at trunk or treat, so, uh, have some fun and, uh, And be safe out there, and God bless.